James, good morning. I trust that you are well. Everything's fine. Good morning. I trust all is well with you. It's great to be with you. So, Iran upgrades Saudi Arabia as a threat to uh, its republic. Indeed. Um, Iran traditionally viewed Saudi Arabia simply as a pawn of the United States and as a political rival. But more recently, it is starting to view uh, the kingdom as a security threat in its own right. Now, the reasons for that are, first of all, Iran sponsor, sorry, Saudi Arabia sponsors a satellite television station in Iran International that until last month operated out of London and is now moving to the United States. And that television station has had significant influence and impact on anti-government protesters in um, Iran over the last several months, particularly because uh, it broadcasts news that official media in Iran do not. But over and beyond that, Saudi Arabia has, of course, enormous economic muscle and financial muscle, and therefore it has the ability to lobby in Western capitals in ways that Iran cannot and influence policy. And finally, add to that that the uh, Saudis have um, made clear to the United States that they would potentially establish diplomatic relations with Israel but that would have to be in exchange for a formal security agreement with the United States that Iran clearly would see as targeting it. Now, Saudi-UAE rivalry has also become increasingly public. Indeed. Uh, Saudi Arabia has been taking on the UAE in various ways in recent years um, by uh, forcing corporations that want to do business in Saudi Arabia, particularly with the Saudi Arabia, Saudi government, to move their headquarters from Dubai to Saudi Arabia. Uh, it has limited the access of goods to Saudi Arabia from uh, economic free zones in, uh, in the UAE. And you've seen these differences and rivalries or competition, if you want, also with regard to policy in Yemen. Um, become much more public. So recently the uh, UAE convened a summit of Arab state leaders to which the Saudis were not invited. Mm. Similarly, the UAE did not attend the summit of the Gulf leaders with, or only in a very uh, minor fashion, the, the summit of Gulf leaders with Chinese President Xi Jinping when he was visiting um, recently the Gulf. So these tensions are emerging. You're seeing it also related to the whole issue of uh, Iran's security perceptions in the UAE in contrast to the Saudis hedging their bets by, for example, this week concluding or a memorandum of understanding with Iran on cooperation and aviation. Now, Saudi's human rights record threatens the, the, the kingdom's sports ambitions. Indeed. So Saudi Arabia has been all over the map in terms of wanting to become a sports uh, superpower, if you wish, uh, acquiring hosting rights, sponsorship, uh, acquisitions. You now 
now have the situation where you have a uh, upcoming FIFA Women's World Cup in Australia and New Zealand, in which FIFA initially accepted visit Saudi, which is essentially uh, the Saudi initiative to boost tourism to the kingdom, to be a sponsor of the Women's World Cup. And on the one hand, of course, uh, uh, Saudi Arabia has enhanced women's rights, lifting the ban on uh, driving, uh, loosening gender segregation, uh, enhancing professional and social opportunities for women. But on the other hand, if you look at the new personal status law that has just come into, uh, into effect a few months ago, it enhances or, or it cements the role of the uh, male guardianship. And so there is great opposition because of Saudi Arabia's human rights uh, uh, record by the Australian uh, uh, Football Federation, by athletes, by fans, to Saudi Arabia being a sponsor of the FIFA World Cup. And the indications are that FIFA is going to back out of that agreement with visit Saudi. And that would be a significant setback for the king. And then finally, tell us about uh, the Saudi personal status law. Indeed, it's what I just mentioned. So, uh, women um, now can travel without male, uh, uh, without a male guardian, but the law basically in terms of uh, the choice of a woman for marriage, that has to be endorsed by her male guardian. Uh, divorce for men remains relatively easy. For women, it's very difficult. Uh, inheritance rights, uh, in other words, women getting less than men, as anchored in classical Islamic law, is enhanced in this personal status law. And so what, what that really means is that women's rights in Saudi Arabia is not about women's rights. It's about doing what is needed in order to facilitate economic diversification and uh, mainstreaming of the, uh, 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 streamlining the Saudi economy. It's not about giving women equal rights to men. All right, James, thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate it. My pleasure. Thank you for having me, as always. Listeners can check out James's articles on his website, www.jamesmdorsey.net.